Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. Okay, time for another conspiracy theory. Uh, Paris, do you remember what you did as a conspiracy theory last week? Yes, I do remember vividly because I actually had a listener call up and yes. share their conspiracy theory. Oh, lovely. It was called Curiospiracy, right. suggesting that Nick Curios is being paid off yes. by international tennis corporations yes. to have tantrums yes. and draw in more money and controversy well, that kind of to works. tennis so yeah. that people remain fans and engaged in the sport. I get that. Yes, it that. runs deep. It runs wow, deep. Wow, that's a nice one. Different clips of his outbreaks. All right. Quite intense. Yes. Well, not not. Uh, well, that's kind of ruined this one, uh, as oh, it turns out. Not what? that it's the same one, but I think that one is much, much better <laughs> than what I'm bringing to the table right now. Sorry. All right. No, that's okay. Don't be sorry. Uh, okay. So my conspiracy theory today comes from outer space. Apparently, mm-hmm. there's a conspiracy theory, and it's put together by a guy called Scott C. Waring of UFO Sightings Daily. Scott C. Waring? Yeah, He sounds like a real person. Doesn't he? Doesn't he? Uh, Anyway, he claims that there is an erotic alien sculpture hiding in an image of an asteroid that NASA have taken a photo of. Now, the asteroid is called uh, Eros. Eros, Mm. after the Greek god of love and sex. Okay. And he says that uh, in this picture, uh, well, I'll let him explain it for himself. Check this out. It appears to be a little bit... A figure of a a nude woman. Uh, I'm not seeing a face. I'm not seeing a rocket ship. I'm not seeing uh, some ancient technology or anything. I'm seeing this interesting fact that could be probably a coincidence or it could be deliberate on purpose. And that's why they call the asteroid Eros. Um, It's also very possible that NASA saw this Eros statue or a huge Eros statue on this asteroid and they decide to call it Eros for a reason and they just blur out that part and they don't show that side of the asteroid ever. So, which came first, the sculpture uh, or the naming of the asteroid? Well, a few things here. Mm. I don't know how this guy, Scotsy, is managing to somehow sound unsure about what he's coming up with himself. It's his own conspiracy theory. He's saying that this is fact, but there's just this vibe in his voice that says, I don't really know what I'm talking about. Yes. But a question we should be asking, yep. I think, because he claims to have identified this female figure. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's erotic about it? Like, he's seeing the figure of a female and then yep. he's going, not only is it a female figure, it's sexy. Yeah, you got to think, though, this guy spends a lot of time indoors just looking at pictures and stuff uh, and trolling around on the internet. So any picture of a woman to him is sexy. Yeah, most things look sexy to him. Don't let him near a pomegranate. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but that's the conspiracy theory for today. It's no secret over the last few days, our South Queensland community has been hit by a lot of shocks, specifically our mates in Stanthorpe and Applethorpe. First, a drought, now these horrific fires. And I think it's left us all asking, Haim, how can we help? What's next? What's the next step in this horrific thing that our community's going through? Yep. And we've got a man on the line who is doing exactly that. He's putting his, he's pulling his, his weight yep. for the community. Jason, how's it going? 
Not bad, guys. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad at all. Now you're in Stanthorpe, and you've uh, you've set something up at the uh, at the showgrounds. What are you doing there, mate? Uh, Saturday afternoon, I decided that I was going to do a bit of a ring around Warwick to get a few donations from Woolworths, Coles, Big W, and Bunnings Warehouse. They're all in Warwick, and head for the showgrounds of Stanthorpe just to see if we can do a bit of a barbecue sort of thing to help the guys that were fighting the fires out. So you've got a band uh, of volunteers together. You're feeding an army of emergency services personnel and, and the families, of course, that uh, have been devastated by the fires. That That's astounding. How Are you still doing that? Is it still going on? Uh, as of Sunday morning, it started off nice and slow, and then it just escalated from there. People started coming in once we started getting the word out that we were there. Um, yesterday, there was a meeting with the council and they've decided that the showground's open to animals and stuff like that that need a bit of shelter until they can get back on their feet um and yeah so a lot of we've been delivering packages out to some of the closer houses that have lost everything around town or some of the people that can't get in and we're going to carry that on and probably for the rest of the week so this can't be easy, and I, I imagine with the magnitude of what has happened, there's a lot of things that you need. There's a truck heading down from Toowoomba today. Clifford Gardens Dock area is where they're collecting donations. What sort of things do you need at the moment? At the moment, we're looking for um, donations of food or, like, doing up barbecues, um, doing lunch packs and stuff like that. Um Sheets, linen, clothes for the people that have lost everything. Um, and all that will end up at the showgrounds today. Mm-hmm. The truck will be at the Big W dock um, from 8.30 till about 10.30. And then it will be at Warwick, um, at an address there in Warwick, from about 11.30 through until 1.30. And then the truck will end up back down at Stanthorpe. Yeah, great. So you guys are taking any donations. People can just show up to the truck, drop it off, and it'll get driven straight to you to help the people of Stanthorpe out. That's correct. Yes, and I'll personally be up at Toowoomba with the truck this morning. All right. Well, Jason, mate, our hat goes off to you. You're going above and beyond helping the people of Stanthorpe out. Well done there. Once again, Big W Clifford Gardens at the loading dock there. 8.30 till 10 a.m. this morning is where you'll find the truck. It's a uh, big red and white cab, Kenworth. Mate, yep. uh uh, good luck. Hopefully everybody can get all that stuff down to you and you can get it down to Stanthorpe ASAP. Uh, thank you very much. I just want to say a very big thank you for Wickham Freight Lines and Warwick for uh, donating the truck so that we can get this stuff from Toowoomba back down to Stanthorpe. Very oh. much appreciate it. And before you head off as well, Jason, it's people like you who make our community so great. So thank you so much for putting your hand up and helping out in this awesome way. Uh, thank you very much. It's just the way we were brought up in the bush up in North Queensland and just decided we were going to do it while I was at work the other day. So, yeah. Yesterday, as I was driving around for a little bit and enjoying my last day of holidays, I, <laughs> I looked off to the side to see a couple of young fellas walking down the footpath, which soon turned into a run down the footpath, waving their hands in the air and then turning around every now and again and staring at the sky. Why? 
Because they were being swooped by a magpie. Why am I not shocked? Yeah. This is why I refuse to go outside for mm. any longer than 2.34 seconds. Yeah. Because the magpies are hectic at the moment. Yes. I can see them from where we are in this building mm-hmm. just swooping at nothing. Yeah. Just going right down there Having and their practice swoops. Yeah. nothing. Yeah. You know, it's uh, definitely September. It kicks off the season of uh, a swooping magpie. And it was hilarious, actually, because I went past the same spot a couple of times yesterday. And every time I went past, I should have just been doing loops of the block because there were people ducking and weaving. One person had a stick in the air. uh, But then you see other people with the zippy ties on their bike helmets, for instance, and even others with the ice cream container with the ice painted on. You're starting to sound a little bit like a creep. I am. You were doing laps of the block. I I love love the magpie. I've been swooped many times. In fact, one magpie drew blood on my right ear as I was riding my bike. Uh, and I've, I've seen it. I've been a part of it. I, I understand it. And it's like when you see somebody else walk into a pole whilst they're doing uh, stuff on their phone. It's enjoyable to watch from a distance, but if it happens to you, it's disastrous. Well, I've never been swooped. However, I have actually ran into a pole while, yes. while on the phone. Mm. I have, Hilarious. however, had my possessions attacked by a magpie. Mm-hmm. I'm presuming I wasn't there. There was no CCTV footage of the right. attack either. But I left my window open, didn't have a fly screen on it, mm. and my television had been obviously attacked by a bird, like scratches of bird claws, oh, like wow. their little yeah, feet, yeah. and peck marks all over Feather the television dust all screen. Over yeah. I'm guessing probably because it was seeing its own reflection in the turned-off TV. That is hilarious. It's like a very intense episode of Black Mirror. My sister got attacked by an emu once. Really? Yes. How? Uh, she was young and the emu just took a liking to her or a disliking to her, as it turns out. And I don't know if she did the right or wrong thing, but she ran and the emu just chased. Yeah, and you then can't pecked her beat in the head. an emu no. in a running no, race. No, you can't. No way. All right, let's talk about not just magpies, but when birds attack you. Birds attack stories. Would love to hear from you. Dee's on the line on 13 12 16. Uh, what bird attacked you? A cockatiel. Wow. Why? Well, I guess I can't ask you why because I'm sure it was unprovoked, but tell us more. Well, a partner of mine had this cockatiel called Bodgie. Yeah. And it used to love to give you kisses. Yeah. Until one day it decided to become romantic with my face. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he full on just latched on and attacked my face, (gasps) thinking that I was another female. Oh, no. So he seemed to. So, yes, he went for a fly across the room pretty quickly. I don't like birds ever since. No, I probably wouldn't either. I wouldn't be a big fan of a bird trying to get romantic with my face, I understand. (laughs) So did did the uh, bird draw blood? Yes, it was bitten. I was bitten and scratched and all sorts of wonderful things. So, yeah. Did the bird (laughs) stay or go afterwards? Um, it stayed at the other end of the house, and then when my son knocked over the cage and the bird went flying, I was not sad. <laughs> well, either that happened or that's what you said happened yeah. Yeah, because you right. got sick of the bird. Either way, though, you got your way, which is a positive. Yes. It's funny. Right. Birds tend to escape cages when you leave the door open for hours at a time. Oh, no. My son was, like, 18 months old and went, hello, birdie, <laughs> pushed it off the table, and it went. I'm like, oh, well. See you later. Sad to see you go. I'm trying to catch you. No, I really am not. Uh, Dee, thanks for the call. No worries. Thank you. Bye.
I don't know if I've mentioned this before, Paris, but my parents are up at the moment. Are they still up? Yes, you did mention up. it was indefinite. Mm. 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 Yeah. It's been a while. It has been a, a long time, a long, long time. Uh, now, normally when my parents come up, they come up for a couple of days. They base themselves with us. Yeah. So they'll stay for a couple of days and then they'll go off and do some travels and all that kind of stuff, mm. uh, you know, around the state, checking out a whole bunch of different stuff. Now, this time, you may, when I was back on the show on Friday, you may have heard me mention that my my mum's part of this Vanilla Slice uh, yes. Club, yep. where uh, it's called Slice Club. And the first rule of Slice Club is? You don't talk about Slice Club. What's the second rule of Slice Club? Um, I forgot. No, you still don't talk about Slice Club, okay. as it turns out. Uh, so uh, she's off hunting for Queensland's best, in fact, Australia's best, Vanilla slice. Okay. I've actually, yeah. I've tried the slice yeah. that they claim is mm. Australia's best vanilla slice, yeah. the Beechworth vanilla yeah. slice. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. They say that it's the number one mm. in Australia. Mm. Not too far off well, the others. maybe <laughs> I could uh, send my mum there. That would be very nice. Well, I could if their car actually works. Oh, Here's okay. the thing. Mm-hmm. On the way up, uh, they just outside of Gundy, they actually, uh, there was a, uh, a truck coming the other way. It flicked up a rock uh, or a stone. It went straight through the front grill of their car and through the radiator, and they spent hours on the side of the road until the RACQ could turn up. Really? Yeah. So he bogged up the hole in the radiator, got them to here, which is great. But ever since then, they went to the mechanic and the mechanic has been ordering a part. And so they have been based with us. Can't go anywhere. Even though I offer them my car, they will not leave the house. Oh. Dad does not want to drive my car. He wants yeah. to drive his own car. Mm-hmm. And so it's getting to a stage where we as a group, a family group, are going stir crazy. Like uh, a little uh, example is the first time they turned up, first day they were here, they came out on the morning, we said good morning, they, uh, they said good morning, we said good morning, everything was lovely. Uh, yesterday when they, they came down, they said uh, good morning, we all grunted. We just are all on edge. See, I think that there for every house is mm. a capacity of people, but within that capacity is a capacity of fully grown human beings. Yeah. And when you're all in the same area for yeah. too long, that space gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. Haim, the important question here is, mm. is the car... Australian or European? Uh, it's European. Oh, no. Uh, the oh, part, pickles. The part has taken five days to come in. Can I just say, I looked it up. It takes six hours to get stuff from Earth to the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. Why does it take six days to get a part in for a vehicle? Well, I, I don't, don't think know. your parents' car parts are coming via rocket ship. I think that well, would be should. where things that, went They wrong should. There. That's the thing. <laughs> they should. Anyway, my plea to the mechanic and the you know who you are who is working on the car. We dropped the car off. The part is a Officially, and we got the call yesterday, dropped the car off last night. Can we make it the first job for today? We have to get my parents out of the house ASAP. Well, let's just say after this discussion, Haim, you might go home and your parents will be gone, but also that car they refuse to drive, your car. Yes. Well, that might be an issue, but that's okay. I'm willing to take that chance. And also willing to burn the bridge between you and your parents, apparently. Ah, well, you know. If I can give them a little nudge in the right direction, I'm all good. Oh. Mum just wants her vanilla slices. That's all it is. I'm trying to help it. Haim, have you ever been so embarrassed that rather than feeling embarrassed, you almost transcend emotion yeah. and you just feel nothing? Uh, well, no, I haven't. I just feel embarrassed and that's it. Go yeah. red and try and fight the urge to run away. I find that intriguing because I get embarrassed, mm. but then I there is times where I get so embarrassed 
that I can't even feel embarrassment for myself anymore because I'm like, this is me. I've accepted fate. Yeah. It's over for me anyway. Sure. And so this is just okay. the human condition yeah. that I'm living with right now. Okay. That happened to me last night because mm. our company, right, it's quite large. Yeah. It's Australia-wide. Mm-hmm. And I've got a lot of friends within this company and we message online. So my mm. messenger of choice is actually Instagram messages. Yep, yep. That's where I message the most. I mean, Facebook, feel like that's a bit of a thing of the past, to yep, be honest. Sure. Okay. And, you know, where else are you messaging? Like, it's either Instagram or yep. Facebook. So Instagram is my go-to messenger. Yeah. And I hopped out of the shower. And you know how you sit in your towel for a while rather than getting dressed right away? No, but uh, I can understand if you do. Yes. Yeah, see, I go from the bathroom into yep. my room. I, like, sit on my bed yeah, and, sure. and send some messages, yep. sit around for a bit in front of the heater, and then mm. I get changed because right. I don't want to just, like, drop the towel, be freezing under the fan, that sort of thing, okay. so I heat it up in my bedroom. Yeah. So that's what I was doing last night. I was sitting on my bed. I was messaging away on my phone, mm-hmm. and the way the Instagram Messenger works is if you video chat someone or something like that, it's not like a phone call. It just starts video sharing. The other person gets a notification. This yep. person's sharing video. Sure. They select it, and then they can just look at what you're sharing, and it shares it back. Yep. It doesn't make, like, a dial tone or anything like you Facebook You get no warning. Does. Yeah, right. You get no warning even if you're the person making the outgoing call. It doesn't have yep. that ringtone. Okay. It just begins to share you whether they answer or not. Yeah. That's important because that's exactly what I accidentally did. So messaging away, mm-hmm. I put my phone down next to me, to the right of me on my bed, yep. didn't lock the screen, mm-hmm. drop the towel, yep. put my underwear on, mm-hmm. take the towel off my head, yep. and I hear my friend's voice go, hey, what's going on? I can't see you. And then I go, oh, okay, I don't even know how to say this. And I picked up the phone and they saw me naked. Wow. Naked. Good. Close friend? No, oh. not at all. Okay. Person who works within the company. Yes. Okay. Person that I don't really know at all. Okay. Closer friend now, though, I would assume. Yeah, I would say that yeah. we're the closest friends could be. <laughs> P- person who only just yeah. started working for the company oh, a few wow. weeks ago. Yep, sure. And was messaging me to ask me a question yep. about said company that we work for. Could you have said, this is what we do in the company, now it's your turn? Yeah, I think that would be workplace (laughs) harassment. I have a feeling that that would be me assaulting someone. Maybe, yes. Maybe. Wow. Okay, no coming back from that. You're right. You did transcend being embarrassed. Yeah, it's like I can't even be embarrassed. I can't. There's no emotion that I can communicate to you Mm. right now. I feel nothing. I am nothing. I'm a speck of dust. Existence isn't real. Mm. Experience is a figment of the imagination. I do not exist anymore. Yes. Uh, How long did it take you to put your clothes back on? Well, I didn't put my clothes back on on camera. It just took me a few moments to hang up, you Uh, sicko. Oh, wait, here. Oh, well, now we might might as well chat for half an hour. Instead of a strip tease, I'm going to do a get dressed (laughs) tease. Watch me go. Yeah, we're doing it in reverse. Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.